0: Hello, we're back with another episode of The Trainer's Hut. I'm Todd Blum, your host here in The Trainer's Hut Studios, and this is the first episode we're recording since we passed the 12-month anniversary of the first birthday, whichever way you want to put it, of the first episode of The Trainer's Hut with Adam Sangster. I just want to start this show before we get into our chat with James Bester, who has uh, got an, yet another Melbourne Cup runner after having Sand finish a... Uh, incredible fifth last year. Before we get stuck into that, I'd like to thank everyone who has tuned in to the Trainer's Heart, shared the show with someone, and the guests that have taken the time to come on the show, as well as the people who have helped point me in the direction of people or got me in contact with people to come onto the show. I really, really enjoyed putting it together. I'm absolutely loving it. I really appreciate all the feedback that I get each week on the show. Always happy to hear that and looking forward to what the show has in the future. There's plenty more to come as we've ticked over 4,000 downloads. It's very, very humbling to have the support that I've had since starting the show. But let's get into this week's episode. We're speaking to James Bester, Roma Flowers. Boy, oh boy, she was impressive on the weekend. She won the Andrew Ramsden. She's won the golden ticket. And I said it a lot last year as on the Melbourne Cup path. Those people who are knocking the ballot exemption of the Andrew Ramsden, and you know who you are, and we know who you are, because we've sent it all over Twitter, just stop it. Because it is a great initiative from the VRC. We love the Bart Cummings, we love the Andrew Ramsden, and we're seeing the, the winners of the Andrew Ramsden go on and run well in the Melbourne Cup. And Realma Flowers will definitely continue that this year, all going well, she makes the race. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of water to go under the bridge, but we are very much looking forward to the race that stops the nation this year. Some big changes in the future. We'll see how that plays out. We've got a couple of guests in the pipeline to speak about the changes to the Melbourne Cup in terms of the international raiders. But uh, there's a lot of people trying to question the quality of the race if they don't come, especially those overseas overseas. Uh, media people and uh, listen to a couple of their comments, but gee, if Roma Flowers turns up the way she did on the weekend, I think the race is in a very good spot. But for now, let's head to James Besser to discuss his charge at Roma Flowers, who will line up in the Melbourne Cup on the first Tuesday November.
1: Persan and now Realm of Flowers the outside from through Irish Eyes, Miami bound, wax away, Realm of Flowers at the 2.50, takes Grand Promenade from Persan, Miami bound through Irish Eyes, Realm of Flowers 150 metres to go, Zara
0: looks at the big screen, no need to, you're in the cup in November, Realm of Flowers four or five legs in front and trots in. Joining me on the trainer's hut for the third time, he might almost be a co-host here in the trainer's hut, James Bester up there looking at weanlings on the Gold Coast with the Magic Means. Have you found the next purse, or laver rod up there, James?
1: Well, I'm hoping. I found some nice horses, but uh, only time tells that. It's a delight to be able to speak to you again, uh, especially under these circumstances.
0: Well, you have making a bit of a habit of... This uh, Melbourne Cup runners caper, Roma Flowers, gee, she looked a class above that field on the weekend and that was some pretty, you know, quality progressive stayers and she continued that excellent but unlucky Sydney form.
1: Yes, well, we do believe that she should have won the Sydney Cup. Um, she was locked down on the rail and, um, not blaming Damien Thornton, there was just nowhere for him to go. And from a midfield position, He got shuffled back and back and actually turned for home last. So her run home was extraordinary for a filly who likes to build up rhythm and momentum and really prefers to come down the outside. And that's probably why she started nearly favourite anyway in the Andrew Ramsden.
0: Well, you and I spoke the other day just briefly and you mentioned that when you purchase this So You Think filly from the Easter sale for 180000 that you thought you had an Oaks filly on your hands, but gee, she's just kept progressing, hasn't she? Well, Todd, um, that's exactly what we thought we
1: had, and it turns out, in a way, we did because she was balloted out of the Group 1 Oaks in South Australia, which we believe she would have won, and then went to what used to be the second of the Oaks races in South Australia, now called the um south australian classic and she won that so she was that kind of filly but nobody dreams of buying as a yearling a melbourne cup uh contender you know a, a lot of very wealthy men spend a, a lot of money each year in pursuit of just a runner in the melbourne cup you know that they have to buy those as tried sales from overseas
0: well we have spoken about that that the you know the melbourne cup is a race that's probably furthest from your mind when you're at these weanling and yearling sales here in australia but gee have you thought about shifting the focus to buying them because if you're not trying you're getting bloody good at it i'd hate to see what what sort of horses you could buy if you're having a crack at it
1: (laughs) well yeah look there are so many things that go into a stay Uh, it's much easier to spot a speed horse as a yearling just the make and shape of them whereas you can't really see into those cardiovascular and uh, aspects of courage and soundness that uh, you're going to get with a four- or five-year-old that's uh, up and ready to go a two-mile distance. But it, look, this filly was beautifully bred, you know. Her third dam, Jalifa, who was a Group 1 winner, was a full sister to Dancing Brave. I mean, I still consider him the greatest horse I've ever seen in my life. And um, this one's dam was a sister to uh, a very good Group 1 horse called Redwood a sire in New Zealand they need a group one sire so geez she is well bred she was passed in short of her reserve but she was on my list and when I saw that I ran in and secured her and put some good friends in her who are also in Persan actually so uh, most of us had the two running for us in the Ramsden
0: yeah you mentioned Persan now we'll get to him in a moment but we spoke a lot last year when you were on the show just about the facilities that Kira Mar and Dave Eustace are able to utilise to train a stay-alike per San and pretty similar to Anthony and Sam Friedman who train Realm of Flowers and Sam Friedman obviously spent a bit of time over there in Europe under some very good judges as a pupil assistant and the like and these sort of trainers they are a real credit to our industry at the moment aren't they?
1: Well, there's no doubt that that kind of European-type training environment, look, David Hayes had it at Lindsay Park, as do uh, as does Ben Hayes now and his brother J.D., but uh, the Freedmans, uh, um, Danny O'Brien, these, Karen Maher, these sorts of trainers are blessed to have those kind of facilities, uh, and now they can train horses properly for staying events, I think.
0: And Per Sand, so we're speaking now a couple of days after the race, how has he come through the run?
1: Look, he's come through the run fine. Uh, The truth is he's not quite firing as he did in the spring. But then again, uh, if I have a look at where he was exactly this time last year, he's ahead of that. And if he's a horse that will drive again in the spring, well, uh, the party's by no means over for him. But there's just one little thing or two probably little or big things. and Those are his testicles. Um, It's probably about time for him to be gelded, right? He, at his penultimate run, when I think it was David Hayes' horse or one of them, groomed up on his outside coming around the bend, he actually turned to have a go at him, a la Sosi Bon. And um, we just feel that his mind isn't fully on the job. When Realm of Flowers ranged up alongside him at the top of the straight, this time too, or halfway down the straight, whenever it was, you'll see him focusing a bit more on her to the right of him than on finding the line the way he did in the lead up to the melbourne cup last year in all those races he's just arrived he flew up yesterday to queensland to raheem stud where he will uh, be done the favor of uh, removing his masculinity And um, and he'll come back in uh, a couple of months as a gelding and we hope with a little more of his uh, mind on the job. So we've certainly not given up hope of getting him to the Melbourne Cup this year. Perhaps he can go again in the Bart Cummings and get another golden ticket through.
0: Oh, you'd, you'd excuse the young bull for uh, just seeing the talented Philly run past and be a little distracted there. But I'm looking forward to seeing him get back in that sort of form because he came back... A couple of runs around that 2,000 metre mark, and he looked like he was set for another big one, but like you say, a couple of little distractions there, sort them out. He's still a very, very talented horse.
1: Yeah, well, that's why I think it's a matter of distraction, because even so, with all of this, he was still head and head with the Sydney Cup third uh, Miami bound on last Saturday. So it's not as if he's running badly, but... um, He's just, he used to turn for home and he would find the line and, you know, he was determined and uh, he just seems to be lacking that little edge uh, this time around. But let's see if we can fix that.
0: And you mentioned that they're a pretty similar ownership group to Persan. They both run in the Morning Rise stud colours of uh, Robert and Barbara McClure and Kia involved there and we've spoken about the relationship between yourself and that group and a few others there as well. So it must be very exciting to you know have a couple of horses that are racing right at the top end towards the Great Race again. I can't tell you the,
1: the happiness, the the fun these guys are getting out of it. And um, Robert McClure has previously won a Melbourne Cup with Fiorente. I had to pay a fair bit more for that horse than he has had to for these two. But um, uh, there's a, an old friend of mine, uh, John Izon, who way back in the day was in Dante's Paradiso with me and the joy that this horse has brought him and his wife. I mean, John's nearly 90 years old and uh, right through COVID, Persan kept him going and he's just loving every time they go to the races now.
0: And Persan kept a lot of the Trainer's Hut listeners going, the messages we used to get when he won, so he's not alone there. And so you think he was a remarkable racehorse and... Boy, oh boy, hasn't he just become an outstanding sire?
1: There's no doubt about it. He um, is a sire for all seasons. I mean, he can get you Colts and Phillies. He can get you fast horses like Peltzer, for instance, top-class milers like Inference who won a round with guineas at a mile and Dargento, won a Roseville guineas at 10 furlongs and now has a, the first Australian horse into the Melbourne Cup, you know. Uh, that's a remarkable kind of sire that can do
0: that. That's correct, and we spoke about it a little bit last time with you know Toronado and these sons of High Chaparral. They can still get that early sort of horse, like D'Argento was a two-time winner at two, but they're really uh, proving that with these set-ups the trainers are sort of starting to utilise now that they can get quality horses here in Australia. Well, the
1: fact is, you know,
0: people... Ah, look,
1: those who know, know that um, there's life after the Golden Slipper. It's great to hit the jackpot with a colt that wins the golden slipper or anything that wins the golden slipper or blue diamond but if you consider how much more money winks won than black caviar won for instance i mean the real money at at the age of three and beyond is at a mile and beyond and uh, so you think and piero are the kinds of horses that i mean they they just produce these horses for fun you know uh, they can get you your Arcadia Queens and all these kind of horses. Uh, I have no doubt the trainers are cottoning on to that.
0: Absolutely James. We look forward to riding the rest of the year with the ownership group in Realm of Flowers. We've adopted her as one of our own now here in the trainers hut as we did Per San, and we look forward to seeing her in the first Tuesday November and I'm sure Per San will w- win his way there as well. That's
1: great Todd, thanks. I did have a dream once of mating realm of flowers with Persan and year by year, you know, trying to breed a Melbourne Cup horse, but unfortunately, uh, that dream will die this week. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, look, uh, the two of them, no doubt, will uh, still give us a lot of fun all the way through.
0: Uh, Looking forward to it. Excellent, James. Thank you very much. Thanks, Todd. Nice to talk. James Bester joining me in the China's heart. And as we say, they're very much looking forward to the build-up to the first Tuesday, November on the Melbourne Cup path here in the Trainer's Hut. Always good to speak to James. Very, very generous with his time. As is everyone in the industry, it must be said. We set off the top, you know, the big thank you to everyone who's been on the show. One of the things I love about this industry is everyone is prepared to help the person next to them and go out of their way to do so. That's it for this week's edition of the Trainer's Hut. As always, you can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Podbean. Follow, subscribe, like, give us a review. Let us know what you think of the show. Get in touch. You can find the Trainer's Hut on Instagram at Trainers Hut and Twitter as well. You'll see the handle Trainers Hut there. Get in touch. Let us know what you think of the show. If there's anyone you think I should be speaking to, you've got a couple of suggestions. we are just going to work into the show. Now, the next little period as we get into the off season now of the major carnivals, and we look to sort of reset. The stud fees are coming out. There's a couple of people involved in the big studs that we're looking forward to having a chat to. But that is all to come. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next time in the Trainers Hut. I'm Todd Blum. See you then.